This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we take happiness from the abstract to the concrete. This week we'll talk about why Elizabeth recommends that you consider getting a dog, and we'll talk to writer and founder and CEO of The Crew, Tiffany Dufu, about her favorite hack for happiness. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm in New York City, and joining me today from L.A. is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft, whom I just saw in person. Elizabeth, it was brief but fun. Yes, that's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A. And Gretchen, we were in Palm Springs for our cousin Justin's wedding. Yes. Um, And we had a great time. Yes, it was so fun to celebrate. Now, before we jump in, we're still asking for your suggestions for what gifts make you happier, healthier, more productive, more creative, or what gifts have you received that did that for you? We're compiling a list, and we would love to hear your suggestions. Yes. Also, if you are giving one of my books as a gift, or if you want to personalize your own copy, you can ask for a personalized signed book plate. I will mail this to you. This is U.S. and Canada only. I'm sorry because of mailing. I will share the direct link uh, in the show notes, or you can go to GretchenRubin.com resources and click request a signed book plate. This is an actual thing that I will mail to you, so I do need your mailing address. And ask soon, because it takes a little while to get these in the mail. (laughs) Yes, it does. Now, for the Try This at Home, Elizabeth, the theme for this episode is, Elizabeth has a lot of news, (laughs) and Elizabeth, our Try This at Home tip is to consider getting a dog. Yes. So tell us more. 
Yes. Okay. So this obviously would not work for everyone, but I have to suggest it as a try this at home because it has worked so well for me, Gretch. We have our new puppy, Nacho. Yes. He is a corgi. He's about 15 weeks now. Wow. And I'm not surprised by how happy Jack and Adam are with the addition of Nacho to the family. They really have wanted a dog for a while. Yes. And they specifically were desperate to have a corgi. And why why is that? Why the why the corgi? They just love the way corgis look. Jack loves the way their faces look like fox faces. Oh, they and are they so cute. They had their hearts set on getting a corgi. I was very much on the fence about getting a dog, much like you, Gretchen, before getting Barnaby. Oh, yeah. But I have been so surprised by how happy Nacho makes me. And I really now am one of those people who wants everyone to get a dog. And what, and specifically, what is it about having a dog that makes you happier, would you say? And your whole family. Yes. Well, one, I must say, and I'm sure everyone feels this way about their dog. He is such a sweetheart. He's so mm. cute Aww. and fun. But, you know, I've found that it really gives us something to all rally around. Mm-hmm. Like, we can, I had a friend who had three older children, and then he had another, a fourth, my friend mm-hmm. Gage, much later. Yes. And he would say, like, oh, everybody can agree that we love Nico. Everybody can agree <laughs> that we just dote on Nico. And that's how I feel about Nacho. Like, we all agree that Nacho is adorable. We all agree that we should go outside and play with Nacho. And so it just gives us something as a family to do together that is just fun and is a great common interest. Yeah. Well, I find that like with when Eliza, you know, now she's got her own apartment and when she was in college and stuff, like I could just send her a picture of Barnaby and that would always make her happy. Or just all of us are always sending funny pictures of Barnaby. And it is, it's something that everybody's interested in. Yes. And I love cute photos of Nacho. Yes. Eliza and Eleanor are like, tell Elizabeth she needs to send more videos of Nacho. (laughs) Yes. Everybody loves it. Yes. We can send cute photos to each other and videos. Adam had a Halloween costume for Nacho. (laughs) We're always like thinking of uh, what ball would Nacho like. Yes. So it's just fun, and I and it's I don't know. It's just a, something active for us to yes. do together. Yes. Well, one of the things that the re- research shows about happiness is that for happiness, we need to be able to get support, but also give support. And I think one of the things about a dog is it gives you a being to care for and love and be responsible for. And that fosters love. Mm. So it's a relationship, but it's also a relationship where you really are supporting Nacho or Barnaby or whoever. And that itself is a source of happiness. Yes, especially as Jack gets older. It's nice to have a little being who needs me. Now, I will say, Gretchen, and I also recommend this to anyone who's getting a dog that sheds a lot like we did. I said, okay, if we're getting a dog that sheds a lot, I am getting a Dyson pet vac because... Okay, you're just going to splurge and like deal with it. I have wanted one for like eight years, even before we had a dog. And so I Mm. just said, okay, this is my, yeah, this is my splurge for getting the dog. Right. And the other funny thing, Gretchen, we've got our pet vac and then I have... I have to apologize to everyone out there who's been talking to me about their dogs for the last 25 years because mm-hmm. I've never been interested in their dog conversation. Yeah. My eyes would just glaze over. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and now I am one of those people who's interested in talking about dogs. Yeah. I find it fascinating now. Yeah. I remember when we were getting Barnaby, I read like all these dog memoirs. Like there's all these really, really great dog memoirs. And it was like this whole part of the library like activated for me, which I had never paid any attention to before that I would never have any interest in. And then I'm like, pack of two? Oh, it's a book I have to read. Yes. No, I'm like, and what, and which teething rings do you use? And what (laughs) method? And do you close the crate door? Do you not close the crate door? I'm interested in every, no detail too small. Well, it's funny because I know you and Sarah, your writing partner, Sarah, and in Happier in Hollywood, this is like a running theme. And you have that segment called Liz versus Sarah, where you talk about things where you disagree. And this has always been one of these like Liz versus Sarah, where you are absolutely like, no way, no how. I don't want a guinea pig. I do not, you know, like, I don't understand why you're even considering getting a giant Welsh rabbit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because she's such a dog and animal person. Yeah. But then in episode 234, I heard that you just said to Sarah, you win. Yes, I gave a, I gave it up to her. I said, you know what? <laughs> After all these years, I'm giving you this one. You're right about a pet making you happier. But you know what? But speaking of Sarah and her pets, I did. It was hilarious because I was asking about Nacho and whether he like jumped up on the furniture. Because by the way, Barnaby is all over our furniture. We don't yeah. even try to keep him off the furniture. And you said, well, I don't. Nacho can't jump up, and I don't know that he'll ever be able to jump yeah. up. And I was flashing back to the thing that I laugh at so hard from Happy in Hollywood when you said of the rabbit, does it hop? Can it hop? You know, I have dog gates throughout my house. Mm. Um, so keep the rabbit in a room that doesn't have a bunch of cords around. So it won't be in a cage. It'll just be hop. Does it even hop? Can it hop? <laughs> Does it shuffle? I assume it hops. No, it'll have an indoor cage and an outdoor cage. Okay. <laughs> the, the Welsh giant They're rabbit. very large rabbits. They <laughs> do not look rabbit. as if they could hop. Yeah, well, and, and corgis are not built for scaling high furniture, I would say. They are yes. not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say they're the smallest of the herding dogs, which is ah. interesting because he likes to herd the soccer ball. Oh. See, this is exactly the kind of conversation I would have had no interest in <laughs> a few weeks ago, and now I'm sharing. So I have to keep an eye on myself so I don't yes. bore anybody with my yes. dog talk. you, you got to find your fellow pet-fascinated people. Yes. But, you know, Alyssa, this reminds me of your—you have this new philosophy that you've been talking about, which is— Everyone should do exactly what they want, yes. which is which is a bold statement, I would yes. say. But you are really, in my observation, kind of following through with that. I am trying. Now, this is not for people under 18. This is for adults. Right. But yes, my new philosophy is every adult should do exactly what they want to do, and everybody else should just accommodate that. And I am trying to embrace it. Mm-hmm both for myself and for others. So one thing is Adam really wanted a corgi desperately. And I said, you know what? Rather than sit here and argue for another year over whether or not we should get a a corgi as opposed to some other kind of dog, let Adam do what he wants to do and get Mm -hmm. the corgi. Right. And I came up, Gretchen, for that specific thing with a little mantra I say to myself, which is hair on the couch versus harmony in the house. Mm. And that's Adam mm-hmm. will be happy and mm-hmm. that his happiness will make me happy and it works. Mm-hmm. So I'm right. I'm just trying to follow through on that philosophy. 
Well, and what I mean, I know that when we were debating about whether to get Barnaby, one of the things was I was like, it affects me too. It's not something where you can just let somebody make a decision that only affects them because obviously you're going to be affected as well. So it's a time where you sort of have to think, well, I'm going to just take a little bit of a leap there or choose the bigger life, which is one of my mantras. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And Gretchen, really, this is about getting a pet. I mean, you may not be able to get a dog, but ponder getting a cat or a fish even. Just something, another living being in the house is a really great thing. It really is. Well, let us know um, if you've tried this at home or you're thinking about doing this and how getting a pet has affected your happiness. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes and we will put pictures of Nacho there mm. at HappierCast.com slash 351 for everything related to this episode. Coming up, we have a happiness hack from a guest, Tiffany Dufu. But first, this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. This week, we have a great happiness hack from a guest, Tiffany Dufu. I got to know Tiffany after I read her terrific book, Drop the Ball, Achieving More by Doing Less. She's also the founder and CEO of The Crew, a peer coaching platform for women looking to accelerate their professional and personal growth. She also served as chief leadership officer at Levo, one of the fastest growing millennial professional networks. 
Tiffany has a great happiness hack, so we wanted to talk to her. Hello, Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Elizabeth. So lovely to be here. It's so great to have you. Now, I know that you think a lot about how to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative, and how to help other people do that. And you have a great happiness hack. So we wanted to have you on to talk about your idea and why you think it's important to do. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it's one of my happiness hacks to make sure that I'm spending at least 20 minutes a day just completely focused on something that brings me energy and that has no other purpose mm-hmm. than, than to lift me up. Um, my uh, question always for people who are like, well, I don't know what that should be for me is to go back to when you were a child and you had not very much time, you know, to worry about bills or responsibilities. Like, what did you spend your time doing? And I spent Mm -hmm. nearly all of my time in my room, either writing a poem or dancing to music, Mm -hmm. more specifically making up music videos. And I was so happy when CDs came on the scene and I didn't have to actually rewind Janet Jackson's control (laughs) on the cassette cassette tape. And I would spend countless hours in my room dancing, uh, pretending that I was in a music video. And would you like choreograph moves and like try to repeat it like a music? In my mind, yes, I would. Now I have, I'm the oldest of four girls and my little sisters would say that when they would peek in on me, I'd basically just be jumping up and down. But trust (laughs) me, in in my mind, I was was definitely, it was was definitely beautifully choreographed. And I remember being a child thinking, I don't know if I ever want to grow up because I don't see adults doing this. And fortunately, I never outgrew it. Uh, In Mm. fact, a few Christmases ago, my family gave me another Beats headset because they're like, you are making too much noise at night wow. uh, dancing. So every day I spend at least 20 minutes. I put on Shakira or Beyonce or whoever else I feel like dancing to. And I get in my zone. And do you have a set time or you just do it whenever you have a little bit of downtime? Okay, Elizabeth. So the honest truth, I I always Mm -hmm. have an intention of just doing one or two songs. But then, you know, I'll put on Beyonce's Lemonade and like the whole album will have gone by and (laughs) it'll be like an hour and a half and I'll be sweating thinking, oh, shoot, I was supposed to have finished that email or that document. So I can very easily get carried away. But that's such a great example of like, I think a lot of times starting is the hardest part and that once you start you get into it and you can follow through and have a lot more fun with it but if you never start it it, you have to kind of get over that hurdle of just going to wherever it is that you do it figuring out what you're in the mood to listen to queuing it up and so that starting is the most is the most important and often the most challenging part Oh, for sure. And that's why my happiness hack is something that I can do in my bedroom with just Mm -hmm. me, myself, and I. Mm -hmm. I don't have to even put on a pair of shoes. I just grab (laughs) my phone. I need Spotify. And according to my family, a Beats headset so that Uh they can be subjected to my loud music. 
But here's a question, Tiffany. We've talked before, so I know that you're an obliger. And so obligers need outer accountability even to meet an inner expectation. So do you have any strategies or hacks that you use to make sure that you actually do this? Because for some obligers, just knowing that something makes them happier and probably in your case also makes them healthier because it's moving around and it's, it's releasing getting stress. Yes. Yeah, releasing stress. All these that helping you sleep better probably, but how do you actually make yourself do it and take the time? How do you get yourself to do it? It's such a great question because I am like the biggest obliger you could possibly imagine. <laughs> I have, I have a number of things that help hold me accountable uh, for mm. ensuring that, that I do this. One is that because I'll often stay up late as an entrepreneur when I really should be getting into bed, I do have a timer, uh, an alarm on my phone. Uh, it goes off at midnight. Uh, I'm going to try mm. to set it earlier. And at midnight, mm. Tina Turner's We Don't Need Another Hero starts belting. <laughs> oh and my when gosh. I hear that, when I hear that, it means shut down the laptop now and get to moving your body. Get to dancing oh, right I now. So that's one of them. We also, uh, I'm the founder of a company called The Crew, and we're all about supporting women with meeting their life goals. And you literally upload your intentions, that's what we call goals, into a digital tracker tool. And I do have my nightly, you know, happiness hack of making sure that I'm dancing as a part of my accountability structure, you know, on the crew platform. So that's very helpful to me. And every once in a while, I do love to use fitness trackers in collaboration with other people in my life. So I've done it with my sorority sisters, for example. I've done it with my own crew. And what I find is, you know, when you just kind of compete on the steps <laughs> that you're taking and you're, and you're holding them, often, you know, that alarm will go off at midnight uh, and I'll think, oh, shoot, you know, I didn't get, I've got to get in my steps. Uh, and so I'll go ahead and, and get to dancing just so that I can make sure that I'm in alignment with my peers that I'm competing with. Elizabeth, as an obliger, you use a version of that too, where like you have an accountability partner and you check in with each other about your steps. So it's sort of that idea of like, we're all checking in on each other so that we're all following through on these important intentions for, for ourselves. Yeah. And I feel like it's uh, so helpful to know that for obligers, even to have fun and joy, we need accountability. Yes. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, and Tiffany, I have to ask, so you're doing this late at night. I think like a lot of expert advice is close to bedtime. You shouldn't exert yourself too much because you would wake yourself up and make it hard to go to sleep. But it does not sound like that's your experience. So my first question is, are you a night person? And my second question is, how does this affect your sleep if you're if you are having this dance time around midnight? It's such a great question. You know, before I became a parent, I thought mm. I was a morning person, but something about parenthood, <laughs> me having little children, I think throws all of our cycles off. So yeah. I probably in part because I'm an obliger feel like I need to reward myself at the end of the day, meaning that deep down inside, I feel like I'm entitled to my happiness after I've you know, slayed mm. during the day, whereas in the morning, I'm just consumed with, I got to get this done. I got to get things done. I can't focus on the luxury of dancing to Beyonce first thing in the morning. I've mm. <laughs> got to start checking things off of my to-do list. And so it's part of my dessert. It's part of my reward oh. at the end of the day. Interesting. So you sense. feel like it's, and does it not affect your sleep? 
No, probably because I'm just so exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> nothing would nothing would keep you from falling asleep. I think I'm just so exhausted I conk out at any at, at any moment. But I think that's a great example. Like sometimes you read this expert advice, but it's like it's worth trying to see if it might work for you anyway. Because sometimes something doesn't bother you or something works for you even though it doesn't work for a lot of other people and it's worth experimenting with it because why just say, oh, well, I couldn't possibly do something where I'm exerting myself late at night. It's like, well, try it because maybe that's the best time of day for you. It sounds like for you, this is a really great time to do it. Yes. Also because I never really want to feel like my joy has to come to an end. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I start at the beginning of the day, eventually there's going to be a meeting. Eventually there's going to be a podcast that needs to record. You know, eventually there's going to be a keynote that needs to be (laughs) delivered. And so my joy could end. Whereas at the end of the day, it just feels like, okay, I might be missing out on a little bit of sleep, but my goodness, did I go out with a bang. Right. Love it. Well, Tiffany, thanks so much. This is such a happy hack. And uh, it was so helpful to hear about how you keep yourself on track to actually follow through with it. So thanks so much. Thanks, Tiffany. And now for a know yourself better question. And again, because this is the episode where Elizabeth has big news. Elizabeth, you have big news, which also inspired this particular know yourself better question. So what is your news? My news, Gretchen, is that Fantasy Island got picked up for season two. We are going back to Fantasy Island for more episodes. Yay! Yay! (laughs) So, Lisa, this is huge because it's so different doing season two from season one. So many decisions have been made. You're so excited about your cast and your writers and and the crew, and it's all come together. It's that lightning in a bottle that you always are talking about. When I saw you this weekend, you were wearing your lightning t-shirt. I was like, that's right. Keep that lightning going. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah, Gretchen, so few shows get a season two. Yeah. It's much harder to get a season two, even than a season one, and it's hard enough to get a season one. So I feel very happy and thrilled that we've got our season two. That's really, really exciting. So what is the Know Yourself Better question that this inspired in you? Yeah, so the Know Yourself Better question is, are you someone who celebrates moments? So this isn't like, it's Thanksgiving or it's the 4th of July. This is a moment. Yes, that, yes. The moment of getting the news that we got picked up. Yes. It's like, are you someone who celebrates these little moments along the way? Right. And so I was thinking about it, and I have found as I get older, the more I want to celebrate moments. Mm. And... I therefore, Gretchen, always have champagne in the fridge. I like to always have at least one bottle of champagne because I know I'm ready to pop it and celebrate a moment whenever I need to. That feels like a kind of an auspicious ritual is like always have champagne because you never know when the next celebration is going to pop into your life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me feel good when I see it in the fridge. Well, I think you and I are kind of the same in that we might tend to slide over that and immediately start thinking, okay, now what? Now what does this mean? And how do I move forward? And what do I need to get done at this? Now, given that that's true, now what do I have to accomplish? Instead of taking a minute to say, okay, take a deep breath and really celebrate this milestone. Yes. 
Because some people naturally celebrate milestones, and that's really fun. Yes. They're always looking for anniversaries or, yeah, milestones and making a big deal out of it. I think it really does add a lot to the life of a family or a team. Absolutely. It's funny, Gretchen, because... In this case, we didn't have as much of a celebration as I thought we would because we were in the middle of like our Halloween celebration with Jack. And Mm -hmm. after having had the phone next to me every single moment (laughs) for about seven weeks, I didn't even look at my phone for a few hours and I completely missed the news. Sarah had been trying to get a hold of me. And she was just frustrated, as you can imagine, oh, she, oh and then about to go to bed by the time that I called her. Oh, my gosh. But nonetheless, I think we're going to hopefully set aside a moment to celebrate in the yeah. next couple of weeks. Even though we're already into the weeds on the sec- yeah. season two, we need to set aside that moment together. Right. Right. But Gretch, what I would say to people is if you're not someone who celebrates moments, do you want to think about trying to incorporate that into your yes. life? Yes. Maybe that's an area you could put some energy. Okay. And here's something that I've done and the lesson that I've learned. Because I have been trying to do more celebrating of moments. And one way I do that is by taking a photo. Like, mm. oh, it's this happy moment. But what I found looking back is that I won't remember what the, what the moment represents. Mm. Because it's like Jamie giving the thumbs up and looking very happy. But even when I look at the date, I just can't remember. So now I'm trying to do that thing where you have somebody hold a sign or some people figure out a way to write it onto the photo. Because I then make physical photo albums from my phone photographs. That's a big thing that I do to hold on to memories. And that way it's on the photograph itself and I don't need to look it up or anything or figure it out. And so somebody's holding a sign like... It's the opening day of the musical Pippin or whatever it is, or incorporate some kind of visual cue. Like if some yes. we have this silly hat that everybody wears on their birthday. And so if I see somebody wearing a hat, that, yes. that happy birthday hat, I'm like, oh, it must have been a birthday. But sometimes it's like, mm, what was that? Like I had this one picture of Eleanor jumping up and down, and I very cleverly wrote snow day on it mm. because otherwise I would have no idea I would yes. have no memory that it was a snow day because that. that's not something that is carved in your memory forever. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So that's a way that I try to do better of celebrating moments. Because I agree. I think for both of us, it's effortful to do it. Yes. But I want to enjoy life as it unfolds. Yes. You know? That is why we're doing yeah. all of this. Is try yes. to, trying to be happier and enjoy yeah. things yeah. more. So yeah. I'm making a point to celebrate moments. And yeah. It's fun. Add it to your to-do list. That's right. Coming up, I've got a gold star for my husband, Adam. But first, this break. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy for people or for dogs. We all know that. And kibble is subject to multiple rounds of high heat processing, making an ultra-processed food. The farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. My dog, Barnaby, loves the farmer's dogs. When he sees me pulling one of those packets out, he comes running. It's personalized, vet-developed, and it has recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portion, ready-to-serve packs, and they're conveniently delivered on whatever schedule works for me. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. 
That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Gretchen, when I started my career, therapy really helped me work through all of my stresses so that I was able to concentrate at work and do a good job. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Gretchen Rubin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Gretchen Rubin. Okay, Gretchen, it is time for demerits and gold stars. And this week you're up with a happiness demerit. Yes, this is a kind of demerit that I have. I don't think I've given myself this exact demerit, but it's a category of demerit that <laughs> I often deserve, which is ignoring a problem and hoping that it will go away magically by itself, which every once in a while does happen. So that is confusing because sometimes things, or you're like, I'll just turn the computer on and off and see if that works. And you're like, well, dang, that did the trick. But I have been having uh, problems with my right rotator cuff, which Mm. is, it's a muscle and it's fine most of the time. But if I try to raise my arm behind my head, like if I was going to slip on the straps of my backpack, say, or put on a button-down shirt with, I have to, it really, really hurts, and I have to do it very carefully. It's a very specific kind of motion that really, really hurts. This has been going on for months. I have no idea how long because I've just been sort of ignoring it. And I have a high-intensity strength training person, and he's given me exercises, which I have not done. Hmm. I just have been hoping that it will go away on itself. And I think what I need to do is go to a physical therapist and find out, do I even have a rotator cuff problem? Right, this is right. my own completely amateur diagnosis based on when I had a rotator cuff problem a while back. There might be things that I could do that would resolve this. And instead, I am just ignoring it and putting up with it and potentially making it worse. I don't know. I should just deal with it. Well, gosh, I have to piggyback on this because mm. I also have the exact same problem in my like, right shoulder. You do- that is so um, weird. Which I have had for months. And Wait, and how, do you know how it happened? I have no idea how it happened. I have no idea. I just started. Yeah. And I have also, this has happened to me before. So I want you to go to the physical okay. therapist. <laughs> tell me what they say, and then I can follow along. Okay. I will take good notes. Okay. Do it for me. Okay. Good. Now I have outer accountability and inner accountability. Yes. Okay. Okay. Rotator cuff, here we come. Yes. What is the gold star? Take us up. I think I can guess what the gold star is. Yes, Gretch, I have to give Adam a big gold star for yeah. getting Nacho. I yes. mean, he really kind of had to overcome <laughs> me, which is not easy to do, mm-hmm. to move forward. And I'm yeah. so happy he did. And I love Nacho. I love our new family of four with Nacho. So I really, it never, ever would have happened if mm-hmm. not for Adam. He is right. the sole reason that we have Nacho. I can't take zero credit. So I give him a big gold star for that. 
And I give you a big gold star for saying, you know what? Let's do it. Because yep, it well, it's a big responsibility. It is. But it makes us happier. Wonderful. Yes. Gold star to Adam. And yes, we will include lots of pictures of Nacho. He is so cute. He's so cute. The resources for this week, we have been talking about the tendencies. If you are interested in knowing more about the four tendencies, I often get email from people asking about different aspects of the tendencies. There is a dedicated resources hub that's all about the four tendencies. If you go to GretchenRubin.com slash four tendencies. So it also has tips for things like how to use them at work, how to use them with families, how to use them if you're trying to work on your habits with children. There's a lot of stuff there because I know the questions that people ask. So it's all there on the website. So check it out. And Elizabeth, what are we reading? What are you reading? I just started The Startup Wife by Tamima Anam. And I am reading Have Dog, Will Travel by Stephen Cusisto. On theme. Yes. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Consider getting a dog or a pet. Let us know if you've ever tried this and how it worked for you. Thank you to Tiffany Dufu. Read her book, Drop the Ball. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Twitter at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like this show, here it comes. It's what I say every week. Please be sure to tell a friend. That is how most people discover the podcast. And follow us, rate, and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and Upward. You know, Elizabeth, um, we were only together for such a short time for the wedding, but it reminded me of what dad says, which is for relationships, frequency is more important than duration. And even though it was so short, like I really felt like we got excellent, excellent family time. Yeah. And I, uh, after you all left the wedding to go to sleep, I danced with <laughs> Uncle Tom for a long time. Oh, that's so nice. From the Onward Project. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways for my son to get involved and give back in our local community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students.